Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the January 2nd episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It is our first episode of 2023. It's, of course, your Monday episode of the show. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is John. Hey, listeners, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. If you haven't subscribed uh, to the show yet, please do that by hitting the subscribe button in your whatever app you're using to listen to the old podcast. John, how are you, man? Doing well. How are you? I am good. We are now through the first round of the college football playoffs. Anything strike you out of out of those games? Uh, I think uh, TCU is a little surprising no yeah they played well um kent was it kent kent who who was the other team that played uh michigan not that game the other game oh um georgia uh georgia ohio state ohio state yeah kent state played alabama earlier that's right that's what it was it was Mm -hmm. kent state against alabama which was a blowout which alabama finally came back and destroyed which was what you'd expect yeah Um, blowout but so begs the question of whether or not Alabama should have been in that <laughs> yeah, playoff. Probably should have, but but we'll see next year. Um, yeah, the better. I mean, both games were thrilling. Both games came down to the wire. Um, but the TCU game was a like we mentioned on the podcast Friday. A TCU is playing like a team with nothing to lose. They came in there. They shouldn't even they, like in a lot of opinions of people's minds. They shouldn't have been there. Played their hearts out, got all the way there, and now they're in a place where they, you know, just dominated and they left it all on the line. They played, uh, you know, just as good as any team that we saw that day, um, and that's the reason that they won is because of that dedication they have. The other reason that they won is because Michigan can't figure out how to string together any sort of drive without having one of the most dumb mistakes that you would ever see, uh, and that you wouldn't expect a team that is, you know, what was it like. Third overall, sec- uh, I think maybe a second or third overall uh, in that college pl- playoffs to be making those mistakes. They just made dumb mistakes that it would cost any team an ability to win. And, you know, string all those together and you get a situation where TCU is just running away with the game. And Michigan has a drive where they play well and then they have a drive where they turn the ball over and then TCU scores and then they have a drive. And then so it's just kind of a back and forth situation where they're trying to find their footing. Uh, and, you know, they actually really can't and they're just kind of trying to fight and then they can't fight. And it's just, it was a horrible situation for them and then ended up tanking and, and not being able to succeed with Georgia. That game came down to the final second where the Ohio state placeholder, I think missed that field yeah. goal. Yeah. It was a little unclear about what actually went down, but just based off the way that the placeholder reacted to that, uh, you know, that's kind of where it seems. Um, but you know, Georgia TCU final, um, I did not expect TCU to win that game. Uh, I don't think a whole lot of people did. I expected them to play well and play with a lot of heart, but I thought Michigan would actually be playing like a top 10, you know, 14, which they definitely did not play at the level you'd expect them to make mistakes. Sure. But then bounce back from those mistakes. Michigan was unable to do so. So then you, you know, look ahead um, a week from now when TCU will be playing Georgia in, in SoFi, um, and you know, TCU is just one of those one of those teams that you can't actually count them out. Um, they're one of the teams that just kind of gets in there and then stays in there. Uh, I had a situation like this last year when we were picking playoff games, which mm-hmm. I can't believe is already a year ago uh, because Time the playoffs flies. already you know starting up in a 
you know, just about a week from from yesterday. Um, but it was the last week, uh, last week of football. But um, where I just kept counting out uh, Cincinnati. No, they can't make it. No, they can't make it. Now Cincinnati was in the Super Bowl, and now TCU is also in the Super Bowl. Um, but I, I can't, you know, count them out. I can't say that they're not going to play well. With the momentum that they have, with still absolutely nothing to lose, and with the desire to win, um, and just the base off the way that they've been playing, you can't just say, you know, it's going to be a blowout uh, in Georgia's favor. Uh, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Um, I, I still think Georgia's going to end up winning it. Um, by how much, based off how those games last last night happened, I still think it would be, or um, a couple nights ago happened. Um, I don't know if it's going to be by, you know, seven points. I think it's going to be in, between, in the ballpark between three and seven, but probably seven. But I think Georgia's just too good of a football team to count out, and I think they end up winning it. But I think it was an interesting, you know, um, it was interesting football, a lot of fun. Those games lived up to the expectations that you would have on college football final or on college football playoffs. Uh, hopefully the final can live up to the uh, to those games. And the only other interesting piece of news that came from that is Jim Harbaugh has been yeah. tossed around with NFL rumors, head, head coach rumors in the NFL forever. Right? But yeah. now it's apparently a done deal. If a deal comes in, that he'll take it. Um, and so it sounds like he will be in the running for a head coaching job so, in the NFL. Hmm. Any rumored teams? The Bears have been tossed around a lot because apparently Bears, they've been looking so. for a new president. They're getting a new president. Uh, for their squad, and the uh, and it's uh, and apparently they're the guy that they're talking about and Harbaugh are close friends. Okay, so that's a possibility. But any of the other jobs, Panthers, you know, uh, Colts, any of those jobs that become available and give him an opportunity, sounds like he'll be willing to do so. So maybe we'll see. His, maybe that was his last game in Michigan. Possibly, maybe. maybe. We'll see. But that's uh, another thing to keep an eye on as as things go along, and we'll. We'll let you know what happens there. Okay. Anything else you would, you'd add about the uh, national championship game other than you think George is going to be the winner? I think it's going to be uh, a shocking game. I think in a lot of ways, you know, I think TCU, if you look at it, uh, I think TCU will give Georgia a run for its money. Uh, but I just think defensively Georgia is better. Okay. I think Georgia is going to make the same mistakes Michigan did. And I think in a lot of ways the reason uh, TCU is even in this situation is because they capitalized on the mistakes of Michigan. I don't expect Kirby uh, and his team to make the same mistakes. So I expect them to be able to, you know, beat him obviously like by, like I said, by seven. Okay. All right. So tonight we've got uh, and some NFL Monday night football action. This may be the last Monday night football game. Um, I think it actually is. Yeah. So this is the Bills against the Bengals, and this is in Buffalo. Yeah, it has Pretty important huge game. implications as far as what happens for either of these squads. Right now, the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals, I believe that's the way it shakes up um, as far as um, as far as far the standings are concerned. But uh, if, the, um, if the Bills lose... I believe they fall down to the third seed. The Bengals leapfrog them to the second seed. But if the Bills win, the Bengals still sit, I believe, at third. But the Bills can leapfrog the Chiefs because the Bills are holding the tiebreaker between the two squads. So the Chiefs, last time they played, lost to the Bills. So the Bills have the uh, upper hand right now. Um, so I think that's what the the standings are at right now. But if the Bills end up losing that game, they fall to number three. Number number three or the third seed i believe they're they're obviously their run will be significantly harder uh, it's not going to just be a you know a bye week and then you know work things out from there i think honestly they could get eliminated round one uh just by playing it if, if 
the teams play the way they have been playing, where they're starting to figure out this Bills team a little bit more and keep things checked down a little bit. I think if the the Bills have to go through a road where they have to play all three games to they get to the Super Bowl and they don't get to get a free pass in week one, home field advantage and all of that, uh, which will probably have home field advantage in one of those games that they play. But I think they, their road is nearly impossible for them to get all the way through. I think Josh Allen having that injury, nagging elbow injury that he's been having, uh, this team being banged up defensively without Von Miller um, and just not being able to do as much damage in, in recent and throughout the NFL season, the weeks that they've done really well and there's weeks that they've done horribly. And they just kind of kind of been uh, put together and and you kind of have to pull from each one. But if, the, if they're able to play great defense, whoever that team is, because we don't know exactly what it's going to be until everything kind of shakes out and, and settles down a little bit. But if it's whoever that squad is, if they're able to play the defense that's necessary to keep Josh Allen in check and they've got a good enough offense, I believe that they can make this a – very hard road for the Bills. I think they're going to get into a lot of situations that even if they do win, it's going to be a situation where it's uh, close games where they're only squeaking by like by three points. But I don't believe they go all the way. I don't think they get all all the way to that finish line where they want to be, where they get, you know, and if they get into an AFC situation again where they have to play the Chiefs again or something like that ends up happening, I believe the Chiefs can end up eliminating them at this point. You know, if you asked me, you know, six months ago where the Bills make it all the way there, yeah, I would say they make it all the way there. The Super Bowl, I think they had a lot of good chances. But now, once you realize what they can do, so losing that first round by a makes you know forces Josh Allen to keep playing and not get the rest that he needs to heal his elbow, and b I think it makes the road a lot harder. Plus, if you give the Chiefs the opportunity to rest, and then you have to face them at some point down the road, they can get fully healthy, they can get things going the right direction uh, and, and move things along. And then if you're sitting in the Bengals situation, which is a hard situation to be sitting in, but I think they have a really talented roster that you know could make a very strong push again to make it all the way there. But I think if you know if the Bills fail to win this game tonight and lock up that first seed or as good as locked up that first seed, their playoff journey becomes, you know, more dreadful and a lot harder. And it's hard for me to see them get all the way through. I think the greater chance to succeed in that a uh, AFC is the, the, uh, the chiefs at this point, I think they have got the best chance to come out of that division. I think there's a couple of teams that might sit in the wild card that could also make a strong push if the dolphins can make it in. If the Patriots can make it may not the Patriots, but the dolphins can make it in or one of those other teams. But if the bills, you know, like I said, lose that first seed, the chiefs, you know, gain it. I think they've got a good chance to repeat and go back to the super bowl. Okay. Well, let's talk about that all a little bit. So Tampa, they clinched yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they are the NFC Woo, South. What a thrilling division. Yeah. It's, uh, it's down to the wire, but a, a team with at least an even record. Uh, well, <laughs> depending on how they play next week, um, should be representing the NFC South. So what is your take on, I guess we, on the playoff picture that we've got so far as we, as we head toward the playoffs here one week away? after this week yeah it's an interesting situation i mean there's like i think there's multiple things that came to light about multiple of the teams that are considered you know the good teams uh as far as teams that are in the playoffs or high up in the playoffs um one of them being the vikings i think the vikings humiliating loss to the uh, uh to the the packers uh was an interesting situation uh they just were beat down by them. Kirk Cousins had another game where he only like seven completions out of, I don't know, 17 passes. Just Jefferson had uh, one touch for 25 yards. The entire game didn't really get anything going. Just kind of struggled. 
to find any sort of footing and fell really hard. It, they, they're going to make it to the playoffs, but I fully expect them to get eliminated by the first team they come in contact with. It, it just doesn't seem very likely that they move on past it, which is a shame because they got a lot of talent. I just don't think Kirk Cousins is the future of that franchise. So that's one of the things. The other thing is I don't know how legit the Eagles are at this point. I think a lot of people would say that the Eagles are, uh, you know, possibly favorites high up there. One of the one of the teams that's most likely to make it all the way through this gauntlet of uh, of the playoffs. But in my opinion, I don't know where we're at. I don't know if this team is actually good defensively. Like they have a ton of pieces, so they should be good, and they are are good on paper. But what they're putting on the football field is a defense that cannot prohibit the team that they are playing against from scoring. They saw in the Cowboys game, and then we saw it against the Saints. The Saints racked up the scores. They were doing whatever they wanted. The Cowboys, they forced it into a shootout. They had Garner Minshew as their quarterback. This offense can hum with him as a quarterback, but he's not a perfect quarterback. Obviously, he hasn't played all the reps that you know Jalen Hurts has played. Now, Jalen Hurts will probably be back unless there's some unforeseen uh, issue with his shoulder and he's not able to come back, but everything's kind of training that direction. Um, I believe that the offense is in a perfect position to dominate with what they have. But we've also seen situations where Jalen Hurts has to put everything on his back and score with his legs and have to do everything by himself because the offense isn't going the way he really needs it to be going, and then the defense is able to back it up. So you've seen all of that take place, all that take shape. Um, but they didn't prove anything by losing to the to the bad New Orleans Saints that they're in a, any sort of better situation than what we've seen. So I think they are sitting in a very interesting situation. Not to say that they can't succeed, but next week if Jalen Hurts comes back, that's going to tell us a lot about where they sit. The other interesting battle is the Green Bay Packers against the Lions. Now, Seattle won, eliminating the Jets and I believe also the Commanders. But if the Green Bay Packers... So the Seattle Seahawks are in right now because of because um, the Lions were 7-7. Seven and seven They're in if it ended today. If though, it ended right? today. Okay. But Seattle has to play the Rams. Probably a win other than Jordan Brooks, their star linebacker, is injured. Uh, but the Packers and the Lions, the Packers would have to get the Lions would have to beat the uh, or the Lions have to beat the Packers, and Seattle would have to lose to the Rams for the Lions to become a playoff team. The only problem with the, the only reason that is is because when they play, Seattle has the upper hand, the tiebreaker, which is always something that's very key. But if the Packers win, they can eliminate Seattle and also get into the playoffs. So re- there's a lot of implications on that last. Uh, Sunday game of the year. They flex it in. I believe it'll be the 720 game next Sunday. We'll be able to see what's the fate of Seattle, what's the fate of Green Bay, what's the fate of the Lions. So that game is going to have a lot of implications as far as, you know, what comes next. Uh, Yeah, so it's a win at Packers and Seattle's lose uh, loss. And then there's a couple of different other ways they can get it in, but that's kind of the main idea. And the only other thing that came up yesterday that was really fascinating is the Giants locked up their uh, ticket to the postseason. Um, for the first time in a while. So Daniel Jones and Brian Dable all work together to get yep. to get themselves in the playoffs. So that would be fascinating to watch. But there's football season is ending, and, and just um, on Thursday that will open up week week 18. Uh, looks like there will be multiple week 13 matchups or week uh, uh, Thursday night matchups in week 18 with the Raiders and the Chiefs and the Titans and the Jaguars. The Jaguars and the Titans, that game would decide the NFC or the AFC South uh, division winners because they are sitting in a situation where either team can get there, um, but they're not playing with uh, Malik Willis. They're doing uh, Dobbs again to be their quarterback. Um, but the the only other game that has any sort of playoff implications other than the, the Dolphins game without the win uh, is the Patriots, Patriots game. 
and if the Patriots beat the Bills, the Patriots are in, and I believe that eliminates the Dolphins from playoff contention as well. So there's a lot at stake in the next couple of games. A couple of games are very important to be watching out for for your favorite squad, but that's where the playoff picture is at. Um, at this point with where things are at, I think there's multiple teams you know, distinguishing themselves as favorites on each division. I think the AFC is a little bit more highly contested than the NFC. I think teams out of that would be the, the 49ers. I think... Um, I think the 49ers, I think the Cowboys possibly could emerge as, as a favorite. And I think a sneaky underdog would be the Lions if they can sneak their way in because I think they'd be like TCU as a team with nothing to lose and a lot to gain. With a good defense, trial by fire, good head coach, could make for a fun little run as well. So a lot at stake next week should be fun. And uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the picture right now. All right, very good. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Go watch yourself some Monday Night Football. Otherwise, we will catch you on Wednesday. See you. See you. Come on.